Welcome to the Embracing Singleness podcast with your host, my sister, Elder Prophetess Shamika Bowers. The purpose of this podcast is to change the perception of being saved and single from being an obstacle to being a blessing, while embracing our singleness to help build functional relationships as Christ so desires. So again, let's welcome our host, Prophetess Shamika Bowers. Welcome back to Embracing Singleness Podcast. We are on part number three. We, uh, the first podcast, just a little recap. So if you're just catching this one, please go back and watch podcast one and podcast number two. Um, in the beginning of the first podcast, I told you that I was coming um, from the beginning of Adam and Eve when um, Adam um, partook in um, eating of the forbidding um thing that God had told him to stay away from. Uh, when he came back out, uh, Jesus said, Adam, where are you? So that was our first uh, podcast uh, discussing where are you? Where am I at? Where are you at financially? Where are you at physically, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually? Um, that is the first step that you need to take uh, before you can ever embrace singleness. Uh, to be to be able to embrace singleness you have to be able to embrace yourself and embrace where you are at this point in time in your life. On the second podcast, we discovered who, who am I? Um, the In the beginning, uh, Adam fell off because he didn't understand who he was at that time. That's why he was able to uh, be manipulated by, his, uh, by Eve. Um, he didn't know who he was. Um, so basically, uh, we just covered and hopefully you did your homework. If you watched the first and second podcast, it's nothing you actually have to turn into me, but it's work, uh, that you're doing and you, you can't cheat me. You can't fool me. Uh, but this is all the work that you have to do. So that brings us to podcast number three. So today we are going to discuss the question, what, what? question mark what so you may say prophet what does that mean so let me ask you um, now that you have uh, on this journey of figuring out who you are um, and where you're at what what type of individual are you trying to attract what do you want a lot of us jump into relationships and don't even know what we want we don't know what we want until we get it and then we say we don't want it um, in this moment of time of embracing your singleness, you need to figure out what what makes you, what drives you, what what type of mate are you looking for. Um, the Bible teaches us to uh, have a vision, write it down, make it plain. Um, a lot of us don't take that time to do that. We just jump into a relationship and and not knowing what we want, so therefore we settle for what we get. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Um, what do you want? Uh, not necessarily um, descriptive, uh, because sometimes uh, what God has for us doesn't come packaged the way we think it ought to come packaged. So therefore, when we handle uh, what God, when we get what God has for us, uh, we sometimes mishandle it because it doesn't come in the package that we think it should come in. So what are you looking for? Um, that's a question you have to ask yourself. Um, 
is is he or she a godly person? I hope so. If you're on this podcast, um, you're wanting someone who uh, matches your faith. Um, because when you don't know what you're looking for, you end up being unequally yoked um, because you put your feelings before facts. Um, so the fact is, is um, I've always said, whoever uh, I attract or whoever I decide to marry, that they have to love God, if not more, um, or equally to what I do, because God is the first and foremost person in my life. He comes before my children. He comes before me. He comes before anything. So to have a man that does not uh, meet that criteria. So what happens is um, I tell um, young girls, um, be careful, be careful who you marry, because uh, when you're single, uh, God is your God. God is the head of your life. Um, so therefore, you can grow, you can elevate, you can you can soar. Uh, however, when you go to marry, um, you don't want to cap off your anointing. That's a big one, right? Let me explain it to you. Um, if your husband is one who um, are uh, no, I'm talking to the women. Because uh, let's talk to you for a moment. Uh, because when you marry, um, your husband becomes the head of your life. And as I told you on last week, um, his job is to love you as God loved the church. Our job is to respect him and submit to him. Um, so if you don't know what you want or what you desire and what the relationship um, should look like, you end up getting someone um, I don't want to say beneath you, um, but you will attract someone who may not be on your level spiritually. And then when you connect to him and you marry him, um, I'm sorry, you, you just can't get any bigger than him. So he has to be willing to grow. He has to have the same desires that you have when it comes to life, when it comes to ministry, when it comes to raising a family and things of that nature. So what? What type of person do you want? What type of person are you? What makes you tick? What drives you? These are some of the same questions. What, what, is, what is my passion? What is your passion? What does a good husband look like to you? What does a good wife look like to you? If you don't know, then you settle for what you get. And you think, then you make that person um, your epitome of what a healthy relationship looks like. And that may not be necessarily true. You fall in love with someone's potential, but then you're stuck with their reality. Hmm. Another question you need to ask yourself is, what is my role? What is my responsibility? Because here's the thing. If Adam knew what his role was, if he knew the position that he played, he would have been comfortable in himself to be able to tell Eve to go somewhere and sit down because he had direct instructions. Um, and her job was to submit to him as he submits to God. It was not her job to insinuate anything to him. It was not her job to uh, place ideas in his head. But if you know what your role is and you understand it, then in that moment, you can stand and be the man that God created you to be. You can be the woman that God created you to be. You will be in your right position so that things flow smoothly. What? 
What is my role? What is his role? When you go out and you get a job and you you interview for the job, you kind of know what the requirements are. Um, you get the you do the interview, you answer all the right questions, um, and then you get on the job. What is the first thing you do? You train. What am I supposed to do? What how does this work? What what happens when I do this? What happens when I do that? You get all of the information um, in your orientation phase. So here here's the thing. You are actually in the orientation phase right now. You are learning what your role is. You're learning what you're supposed to do in certain situations. You're learning what type of personality you have. You are learning your what's. Right? So what? What do you desire? What do you want your marriage to look like? What does raising children look like? What do I want? What? It seems like such an easy question. It's just one word. But it's so complex when you, when you look down and get down to it. Because in this time of embracing your singleness, you have to be able to answer those questions so that you have the sound answers uh, for when that time comes. And, and like I said in podcast number one, everybody doesn't necessarily want marriage. And it's okay. But you still have to know the answer to what. As a single man, as a single woman, what does God expect of me? What does God require of me? Those are things you have to have answers for. And guess what? You won't get them unless you sit down and open up your Bible and read the word. What? So in each phase of our life, each phase of our life, there is a what. Um, if you're like me and and you kind of did it out of order, uh, when I, I remember when I first became a mother, I had already uh, helped raise my siblings. But when I became when my role changed, and I'm not a sister taking care of a sister or um, a babysitter babysitting someone else's child, when I became a mother myself, what am I supposed to do? What is my role? Because when your roles change, so does your responsibilities. So you have to know what. What does God require of me? Do you know? Yeah. See that pause? I gave you a minute to think about it. What, what, what is important to me? Do you even know? Or have you been told what should be important? Or have you been belittled where you spoke up on what's important to you and everyone belittled it because it wasn't important to them, so now you've tucked it away somewhere? Simply what? What do I want? What are my roles? What are my responsibilities? What is the requirements? Hmm. You think you just jump in a relationship. You just jump in here and there and you don't have requirements. There's a requirement. What will it cost me? What price am I willing to pay? 
I had did a I did a um, I think it was a TikTok or something on social media, and it said, um, and I just simply said, "You are worthy of love without the prerequisite of pain." What are you willing to accept? What are you willing not to accept? Here's a big one. What are my boundaries? Do you know what your boundaries are? Because what I can take, you may not be able to take. What is my dreams? And that's something you need to know because people will kill your dreams. People will try to kill your vision when they don't understand. What do I stand for? There's a saying, um, if you don't know what you stand for, you'll fall for anything. What's important to you? So over this next week, I want you just to answer the simple question. What? Find the answer. Find the answer. So this week, if if your goal, whatever your goal is, whether it's to be in a relationship, whether it's to stay single and travel, um, what do I want? That's what I want you to answer. What do I want? What do I need? Because when you figure out who you are, where you are, now you need to understand what it is that I want. What is it that I need? What do I need to change? Those are questions that you need to ask yourself. So over this next week, I want you in the journal that I had you get on uh, the first podcast, I want you to write down that. Why do I have you write things down? You write things down so that, number one, you can be reminded of where you've been. Number two, uh, as I said before, God said to uh, write your vision, make it plain. Um, if you don't write it, you'll forget about it. It's out of sight, out of mind. Write it down so that it is, as you're writing, it's burned into your mind on what it is. And you think about those things. Um, so until next week, please take the time. Like I said, you don't owe me anything. This is all about you. This really is all about you. I know life teaches us that we are put last. Um, what our goals and desires and dreams and wants um, are put last. That's not true. In this ministry right here, in embracing your singleness, that is simply embracing where you are in this moment in life. So it's all about you. So if you don't do the work, guess what? It doesn't hurt me. It's hurting you. I'm trying to help you get to where you need to go um, to get to your destination. So I need for you to do the work. And as I always say, until next time, God is the greatest power and you are not defeated. been listening to the Embracing Singleness podcast with Prophetess Shamika Bowers. We ask that you follow us on Facebook, Spotify, and YouTube.